Sunday, it's 7 o'clock and it's time for the Scots Wehe Show. Something new out of both barrels She said, your gun ain't no fun Hun, I've been sleeping on the baker Channeling thundering memories of your thieves Old resentments Azaleas on my deathbed Essentially it comes down again To the limitless mysteries of other men and my desire for harder skin Or the easy love of an American I've been sleeping on the bigger world Channeling thundering memories of you These old resentments Will be the death of me And they will dance the gay gardens at my Sing songs for the national blackout They will dance the gay gardens at my funeral They will sing songs for the national blackout You know when I picture him I picture him surrounded You know when I picture you I picture a whirlwind in blue I've been sleeping on the big alert Shadowing thundering memories of you These old resentments Will be the death of me And they will dance the gay gardens At my funeral They will sing songs for the national blackout
and that was Hamish Hawk and Bakerloo Unbecoming from the album Heavy Elevator. And I play that because I saw Hamish Hawk supporting the Proclaimers at Queen's Park in the south side of Glasgow last week, which was a great night of music, and I have to say, Hamish Hawk were on particularly good form. Welcome to the Scots Behave Show on Cam Glen Radio with me, Ali Braidwood. How the show works is that I'll play you the very best that Scottish music has to offer between now and 9pm. We also have all of our regular features. Our Artist of the Week is Rudy Zagadlow, who I'll be talking to, as well as playing tracks from the new album Doggerland. The featured album is Azamaya's In Phases, and I'll play tracks from it in each hour of the show. We have the second part of our crime fiction specials in terms of books. I'll talk about a couple of the very best crime books out at the moment. And there are also TV, podcast and gig recommendations for you to consider. But each week we kick things off with three of the very best new releases. And this week we start with the latest from Frankie Morrow. This is Crave. Tell me they 
first of those three new releases was Frankie Morrow and Crave. Or should I say Crave, as there's an exclamation mark at the end of it. It's got real kind of Tusk-era Fleetwood Mac vibes about it. And it's a heavier sound from Frankie Morrow than we've heard before, certainly on record, but it does reflect their live sound even more, and I just love it. Then you heard Loman Campbell and Draw Breath, We played some Found last week on the show, and that's the latest from founding member Loman Campbell. And just there, you heard Goliath and Mary's song, the latest single, following on from the Garden EP, which came out in February. And if you liked Mary's song, which you just heard there, go and check out that EP. Now, I saw Aaron Ra play The Flying Duck in Glasgow a while ago, and this was one of the highlights. This is Aaron Ra and the Horses. 
and that was Oren Ra and The Horses. I just love the guitar on that. And we're promised an album later in the year from Oren Ra and I hope we'll get them on the show to have a chat about it when it's out. Now we move to our book recommendation for this week and it's part two of our crime fiction special. Starting off with the latest from Alan Parks, To Die in June, which is published by Gate. It's the latest in his Harry McCoy series. Here's a bit from the back of the book to tell you what's going on. A woman enters a Glasgow police station to report her son missing, but no record can be found of the boy. When Detective Harry McCoy, seconded from the cop shop across town, discovers the family as part of the cultish Church of Christ's suffering, he suspects there is more to Michael's disappearance than meets the eye. Meanwhile, reports arrive of a string of poisonings of down-and-outs across the city. The dead are men who few barely notice, let alone care about. But as McCoy is painfully aware, among this desperate community is his own father. Even as McCoy searches for the missing boy, he must conceal the real reason for his presence, to investigate corruption in the station. Some folk pray for justice. Detective Harry McCoy hasn't got time to wait. And to die in June is a sign that Alan Parks and the Harry McCoy series is just getting better and better. Of course, there are many Glasgow crime novels out there, but these are up there with the very best. Parts captures 70s Glasgow in all its gritty glory and inhabits it with characters who never fall into the stereotypical or conventional. Harry McCoy and those who surround him are more complex than the White Hats versus the Black Hats. Lines are blurred between the good guys and the bad, but this time round most agree that lines have been crossed and admittedly flexible codes broken. If you find the choice of crime novels overwhelming, then let me suggest to you that Alan Park's Harry McCoy series is a great place to start. And that's me talking about To Die in June by Alan Parks, and it's out now, published by Canongate. The next book I'm going to talk about is the latest in the Rebecca Connolly thriller series by Douglas Skelton, the fifth in the series, and it's called Children of the Mist, and it's published by Polygon. Again, here's some blurb from the back of the book. We come from the mist, and to the mist we will return. A memorial service witnessed in the historic Blackwood of Rannoch sets Rebecca Connolly on the trail of a baffling story. Fergus MacGregor told people he was going to Pitlochry for the day. He was never seen again. Five years later, his deeply religious mother still holds a memorial service in the place Fergus loved because of its connections to the outlawed MacGregor clan the children of the mist. What happened that day in this last vestige of the great Caledonian forest? Does a family feud hold the key? Does an old recluse have the answers? Or is there something malevolent hiding among the ancient trees? And Douglas Skelton has long been one of Scotswahe's favourite writers, someone who is comfortable in a range of styles, often playing with genre and pushing crime fiction in new directions. The Rebecca Connolly series is set in the Scottish Highlands, has a female journalist as its protagonist and a cast of characters who subvert readers' expectations. When all of that is put together with Skelton's writing, which is lean and tight with not a word wasted, which keeps you reading and drives events on, well, before you know it, you're finished. 
and you're already looking forward to the next one. If you think you don't like crime novels, then Douglas Skelton's Rebecca Connolly series might just change your mind. And that's me talking about Douglas Skelton's Children of the Mist, the latest Rebecca Connolly thriller, which is published this month with Polygon Books. Now, I recently recorded the latest Everybody Wants to Play the Hits podcast, which is brought to you by Ravechild and Snack Magazine. As I record this, it's not out, but as you listen to this, it may very well be. I'll be sure to let you know where and when you can get it when the time comes. But the musical guest on this latest episode was Carla J. Easton. And I'm going to play you now the latest from Carla before playing you one of her choices for the podcast First up, this is Carla J. Easton and Blooming for You.
and the first of those two was the latest from Carla J. Easton called Bloomin' For You. The second single from the album Sugar Honey, which is going to be out on Olive Grove Records. And just there you heard the chords and Siggy Ash Dust. And that was one of Carla's picks on the Everybody Wants to Play the Hits podcast, which, as I said, is coming out soon. And when she played it, everybody in the room had a huge smile on their face. It reminded all of us of songs and bands who, when we were young, absolutely meant the world to us. That kind of C90 jangle pop indie music that you think is really off its time, but just comes round again and again and again to a new generation. The chords, who are from Greenock, consist of Jack, who's 11, Eva, who's 14, and Grace, who is 17. And you can go over and see the video for Siggy Ashdust if you go over to YouTube and just type in the chords and Siggy Ashdust, you will find it. And I cannot wait to see what happens next to the chords, because for me, they've got a really bright future ahead of them. I'll just repeat, it's called Siggy Ashdust, and it's by the chords. And now we move on to Ali's Comfort Break, that time in every show where we play you a track longer than those usually played on the radio. And this week, it is the full 7 minutes and 13 seconds of Puma Jaw featuring James Yorkston, and this is Lambkin. Lambkin was a mason, good as ever built with stone. He built Lord Weedy's castle, but payment got he none. But the nurse there was as false as our hunger tree. She laid a Thank you. 
Sat upon the tree and said a great lumpkin when he was condemned to die. And Bonnie sang the mavis who tore the thorny break and said a great the nurse when she was burned. At the stage. 
a perfect midsummer song. That is Puma Jar with James Yoxton and Lamkin, taken from their 2008 album Curiosity Box, which also features Alistair Roberts on it. But that was Ali's comfort break for this week. Back to the new releases now, and I think this is great. This is Local Authority and Big Bad Man. Big bad man We both know you don't stand a chance You're walking around like you own this place If you ask my thoughts, it's all a big disgrace a little better than you I just keep it alive with my upbeat vibes or will you sink or will you survive
And first of all, you heard Ayers, Local Authority and Big Bad Man. And they had their album launch at Venue 38 in Ayr just last night. I can't wait to hear the whole of the album. Really looking forward to that. And I'll play you more from it when I do. And just there, you heard Young Fathers and Shame. And Young Fathers were one of the highlights of Glastonbury for me this year. If you missed their set, then you can check it out over on iPlayer. And on drums, they had the excellent Edwin McLaughlin, who also plays with Scots Wahey favourites, Half Foreign Things and many others. Now, talking of TV, it's time for our weekly recommendation. And last week I watched Tutti Frutti for the umpteenth time. But in case there's anyone out there who hasn't seen it, I'm going to praise it again as it's back on iPlayer. Now this is taken from the very first thing I wrote for the Scotswahey website back in August 2009. John Byrne's Tutti Frutti is absolutely one man's vision. Byrne not only wrote the script, he provided artwork for the titles and the accompanying BBC book and his vision is in every detail. He also had the power to insist that Robbie Coltrane was the only choice to play leading man Danny McGowan, as well as his deceased older brother, Big Jazza. The casting of Coltrane is worth considering. It would seem unlikely that a man of his physical stature would ever be considered as a romantic lead. Those who have seen Tutti Frutti and are aware of the chemistry between Coltrane and his leading lady, Emma Thompson, will realise how short-sighted such a view would be. Coltrane's performance is perfect leading man material, but with the exception perhaps of Cracker, his subsequent career shows how unusual this role was. Byrne was not afraid to take risks with his characters. Tutti Frutti contains wonderfully realised if flawed human beings. This particularly applies to the men. Richard Wilson's deluded suave conman Eddie Clockerty, Stuart McGugan's short-fused and misogynistic drummer Bomba McAteer, and Maurice Reeves' ageing pathetic Lothario Vincent Diver are characters without being caricatures. Byrne manages to extract comedy and pathos, often simultaneously, in these performances. Do not mistake this for romantic comedy. It's drama in its truest sense, and Burns' dark side is always present to stop the audience from settling. It would be remiss of me not to mention the female characters who are equally well drawn. Emma Thompson has never been better, and her Susie Kettles is the perfect counterpoint to Coltrane's Danny, both of them making what is an unlikely love story completely believable. Kate Murphy as the gallus, cultured and smart-mouthed Janice Toner is perhaps the standout performance against stiff and lauded opposition. But the real drama is to be found in two characters who are secondary in terms of billing. Vincent's two women, the tragic girlfriend Glenna and his long-suffering wife Noreen, may not get the screen time of other characters, but their story is where the heart of the drama is found. Tutti Frutti managed to both influence and overshadow Scottish TV drama. Burns own Your Cheating Heart and Donna Francis Child's Taking Over the Asylum were personal favourites, but no Scottish drama held the same magic as this tale of an ageing rock and roll band and the oddest couple since Walter and Jack moved in together. But I will say in an update from my original review of it, Neil Forsyth's guilt does run it close. To those who have never seen Tutti Frutti, I recommend it with all my heart. Those who have will understand. 
And that's me talking about John Burns' Tutti Frutti, not for the first or, I imagine, for the last time, but it's available again on iPlayer. Now we move on to our featured album for this week, which is Azamaya's In Phases, and from it, this is Conversations. Mm-hmm. 
And that was Azamaya and Conversations, taken from our featured album for this week, which is Azamaya's In Phases. And I'll play another track from it later in the show. You're listening to the Scots Wehe Show on Cam Glen Radio with me, Ali Braidwood. And next, it's another new release from an old favourite. This is Sweeney Straddles the Sun and Swimming. that was Sweeney Straddles the Sun and Swimming. And the Sweeney in question is Jason Sweeney. And that's another great release from him. And now it's time for our Artist of the Week. And this week is Rudy Zagadlo, who I'll be talking to after you've heard a track from his new album, Doggerland. This is Rudy Zagadlo and In the Midden.
be thrilled with what I've done. I'll tally up the hours I've wasted listening to the radio. In the meantime, everything is landfill, so take a bigger handful. heard In the Midden by Rudy Zagadlo from the new album Doggerland. I'm delighted now to be joined by Rudy. Hello Rudy. Hello, pleasure to be here. So first of all, what can you tell us about Doggerland? Uh, yes, it's my new album and I need to think about this because every time I'm prompted to explain it, like I come at it at a sort of new angle. Uh, for some reason, I really hate repeating myself, even if it's like only happened like twice. I feel like I have to come up with something novel to say each time. But um, I guess the, the sort of titular inspiration is like the piece of land that used to connect Britain to Europe that was uh, submerged uh, after the last ice age. And Probably the kind of the the genesis of the whole thing probably happened 
around Brexit negotiations. So there's a kind of potency about that idea. And then also the kind of environmental angle or, or associations of that stuff. And then quite a lot of the the tracks on the album kind of deal with environmental and kind of topical things like that and COP26 and Glasgow and uh, kind of like vaguely apocalyptic stuff that is kind of dealt with in in a fairly merry way and uh, I guess Sonically, it's it's eccentric pop music for the most part, and it's um I guess it's mostly autobiographical, and it's kind of there's some love songs in there, I think, um, and there's lots of good. I kind of like after my previous, all my previous work being less kind of guitar driven. And that being my original instrument, I kind of like just went full throttle on guitar guitar stuff. And yeah. maybe like in hindsight, maybe one too many guitar solos on the album, but I'm, I'm not yet regretful of that. And I I I kind of sort of thought. So I I got to a sort of dangerous place of thinking, oh, the song's not finished yet because I haven't put a guitar solo in there. <laughs> and, uh, I, I think I've probably sort of uh, exercised that uh, thirst. It's interesting. I knew the name Doggerland from the shipping forecast. I didn't realise that's what the piece of land uh, Yeah, because this Dogger Fisher always crops up on the shipping forecast, doesn't it? That's right, yeah. I can't remember what that means, to be honest. But... No. <laughs> I mean, shipping forecast is just like instant absurd poetry, isn't it? Like, it absolutely it's... is, and it's also a really good thing if you're looking to get to sleep. You sure. stick that on and it kind of yeah, lulls you in, and next thing you know, it's the morning. Yeah, well soon, because you can't really, you don't know, unless you're versed in the language, you don't really know what they're saying, because you can't really engage, but it's kind of like, soporific. Yeah. And you say that the album's kind of been six years, roughly, in, in the making, and <laughs> is that right? Is that... I would say so, yeah. Yeah, and as you've kind of hinted at, what are six years it's been, globally? I mean, just... Uh, uh, Binfar doesn't even begin to, to touch it. Do the songs, well, the, you said that the songs in the album, or some of the songs in the album respond to things that have been going on, but does that mean that you were changing them as the world continued to change, to put it politely? Uh, that is true. I mean, I wouldn't say it was as calculated as that. Like, you know, I was like updating songs with like news headlines or anything, but there is a couple of instances of tunes that were maybe like, say, five years old. And maybe like I wasn't really that happy with the lyrics anyway. And I sort of like updated them. So I think there's a few instances of that. So like as as much as some of the tunes may be sort of like 
six years old, essentially. Most of them have been updated more recently, like the last track is there's quite a recent spin on that and helmet on i think i updated quite a lot uh but yeah i think i think you're right i think that's generally the vibe but like nothing's really specific you know like apart from maybe somewhere in glasgow which has like got a very much uh a date attached to it as cop 26 which i was kind of in and around. Um, I think they're vague enough not to be too outdated, if you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I never thought that they were outdated. It was just the pace of change that was going on. I can imagine, right. you know, no, totally. where did this pandemic come from? Or, you know, how the hell did we have Boris Johnson as a prime minister or something like that, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's, that is right. If anything, like, Maybe when I started it, not that it was totally all preconceived, but when I was like starting those tunes, I probably thought I was being, if not on the button, on the button, then like, or if not forward thinking, then at least on the pulse. And now it's like it's almost like, yeah, we've gone through so much, like as you say, and things. Things just change at such a crazy pace. Like I've already started writing songs about AI in a kind of like, or I had a couple of months ago, and like already it seems like so a hackneyed idea. So that's the next kind of. uh... So you're you're writing songs about AI rather than with AI, which I don't understand what that means. But McCartney's doing it, so. Oh, I saw that. Is that song been released? I don't know if it's been released. I don't know, if, but it, it's it features John Lennon on it. I think okay. in some way. I don't know. So it sort of build as the last Beatles tune. Yeah. No, yeah. I've actually got an aversion. Like I've never touched that Chat GPT, and oh, I, I get like quite triggered by the news because I work on a daily podcast, uh, and I all of this. All of the episodes about AI, I find particularly bleak. Like, honestly, I just go into total catastrophizing uh, dread at the rate that that that's changing. And what, where are we going to be in two years, let alone already? You mentioned somewhere in Glasgow, which we're going to hear after we've uh, stopped talking. Could you maybe go into that a bit more? Because as you say, that is a specific song. Yeah, that's quite specific. Um, although it's not the thrust of the song is like I don't know if it's really saying anything. It's just like painting a picture of uh, probably not a very vivid picture because it's a little bit kind of fragmented. But it's just about being in Glasgow during COP and you know the sort of odd things that were happening. Like the sort of really alien things that were happening in Glasgow at that point. It's almost like under the skin, you know, it's like Scarlett Johansson in Glasgow as an alien. And and like Scarlett Johansson walking around Glasgow is almost as weird as an alien walking around Glasgow. That's why the, the metaphor is so like vivid. But like just having like 
John Kelly and Leonardo DiCaprio sort of popping up and the kind of circus around all this stuff and like I mean obviously it, it was it, it was it, the zeal and the sort of hope around that event is like good and it's like you know that there's it's nice to have festivity around hope yeah. but the reality of like you know you read two lines underneath the headlines it's like most of the delegates there represent fossil fuels it's most like how much carbon you know emissions are, are happening around that and how much i don't know it's just like it's fun to kind of mock it a bit as much as it stands for something good I think the term circus, that's right. That's kind of what it seemed to me is that it would arrive at your town, it would do its thing, and then it'll move on to the next town and, and you know, and folk will feel the same way. But all you're left is, you know, weren't the clowns great? Or um, So I was reading the press release before we came to talk and you've got this image of you in a bath with a virtual reality headset, which kind of sounds like sensory deprivation. You know, I was thinking about the, oh, what's it called? It's a great film. Can't remember what's called now, but they get, they get sent to sensory deprivation tanks and all that kind of thing. Um, is that what you kind of want the album to do? Almost to kind of take us away from what's going on and uh, you know, less a soundtrack, more a musical distraction. The, uh, divertimento in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. Again, like lots of these things are uh, not calculated, but maybe just like. If that's what one's personality is like, I think, yeah, I mean that that image is like almost like it's a sort of collation uh, of different sort of like motifs that I've like used. Like I've always had these, or for quite a long time, I've had like baths involved in my music. Like my previous. Uh, my previous arts project called Luli had a sort of bath thing going on. We shot music. Actually, I don't know if it made the cut in the music video, but I was in bath with a dog, and uh, which was like overflowing with like red ribbons. And I don't know if it made the cut in the end, but I, from that point on, I was just like, I quite like this bath vibe. And, um, so bringing that forward, the album was kind of always about water in the beginning. Like I was just thinking about water all the time. It's this like cleansing force, a drowning force kind of uh, deluge and end of world flood stuff. And then it's kind of... You know this Heraclitus saying no man steps into the same river twice? Mm -hmm. It's like kind of thinking about flux and nothing ever staying the same. Like the man has changed since the last time he steps into the river. The river has moved on since last time he stepped into it. So I think there's like a bunch of watery ideas in my head and then like 
juxtaposing that with like a VR headset, obviously that's like the classic image of of like never have a radio next to the bath. I thought about that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chuck your toaster into the bath. And then like just being just just like the escapism while the escapism of a VR headset whilst um you know being in an overflowing bath. Um, resonated for kind of, I don't know, maybe not so obvious reasons, but like, no, no, I, I haven't been thinking about it so much recently, but I think, I think we are like, we're like, get, we're like, as a species moving into a more virtual existence, and that's obvious by everyone spending most of their days looking at a screen if not like putting one on their head like that's only going to get more so i think yeah quite frightening idea like depend whether you're a luddite or not it's just like we are changing and that's where we seem to be going um so are you going to take the songs live or the idea are you going to take them on the road as they say i am there'll be a tour certainly in november um and probably little little one-offs before then. And so that's with a band comprised of uh, fellow Glaswegians, Rory Hay, who runs the GLAD and is involved in various projects like um, Leaf mm-hmm. and Alex Rex and Josh, can you help me out? Josh Thorpe. Oh, of course, Josh, yes. And, yeah, and Andrew Patty, who works with BMX Bandits, and C. Duncan, I think he plays with as well. Yeah. Um, And then my drummer is a Danish fella called Jonas, who actually played with the successor bands to Amazing Snakeheads, which were called And Yet It Moves, I think. Right, okay. Hear that stuff. Amazing Snakeheads, but I didn't I don't know. Yeah. It's when they moved to Berlin, I think. Right. Um anyway, he's I've played with him for twelve years or something. So like in previous sort of band incarnations. So it's uh yes yeah, and I've known Andrew and Rory for God, 15 years. More. Yeah. Uh, I played with them. You remember a band called the Velcro Quartet in around 2006? Don't know. I must have missed them. Um, well, I've played, that was fronted by my friend Joe Roger, but I, Andrew and I played in that as well. So that's a kind of uh, home, home from home experience. That's quite a band. That's fantastic. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's a it's a great show. I mean it's theatrical and uh, all those guys are like phenomenal musicians as yeah. as instrument players, like far superior to me. So it's like nice to have that solid backing. Somebody just recently said the trick is to surround yourself with great musicians, and then you yeah. can go and do anything you like. Right, exactly. Get them to do anything. <laughs> And, and well, it's going to be well, I'd about. 
And there's that is there's a, if you say there's a theatrical element to it as well, so people yeah. it's quite a show. Yeah, it's 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 fun. Um I do play guitar, but uh only maybe twenty-five percent of the time. And uh yeah, it's it's good. It's good. There's a there's a little bit of like audience immersion there and uh yeah, a little bit of a little bit of question and answer action. I don't know. I don't know what the rock stars say about this stuff, but that's what I call it. Excellent. Expect the unexpected, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Rudy, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Ah, pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. And this is Rudy Zagadlo and Somewhere in Glasgow. <laughs>
and that was Rudy Zagadlo and Somewhere in Glasgow. And thanks to Rudy for having a chat. And do check out the album Doggerland, it's a great record. This is the Scots Wahey Show and my name is Ali Braidwood and I'm going to play you another two great new releases in a row. Starting with La Club Royale and this is Feel Alive.
sit and wonder as the hearse filled around me installed where the ceiling used to be punishing myself I think about how small I am and all that's gone before me and what it says to say to everything we know Stick myself where I'm unwanted I am worthless Worthless than I was a day before I tried every sensory pleasure To scratch that edge I'll sniffle the quickest face I tried every sense First of those 
Two in a row was Le Club Royale and Feel Alive. And Le Club Royale are Lyle Kennedy and Connor Adam, both of whom have played in indie bands before. But this is their new musical project and I cannot wait to hear more from Le Club Royale. And just there you heard someone who we've played on the show before. It's the latest from Hospital Corner and it's called Every Sensory Pleasure, an EP which also has the previous two releases, Seasonal Change and Waiting For Me on it. Do check it out. Now it's time for a podcast suggestion and it is Shiny Bob, the Devil's Advocate, which is on BBC Sounds at the moment. Here is the trailer for it. In this new BBC Sounds podcast, we investigate a 90s legal scandal that shook Scotland. As court cases collapsed, rumours spread that secretly gay legal figures were involved in a conspiracy. The rumour was that there was this cabal of gay judges and senior legal people who would arrange to get these guys off. A judge resigned, a police station was robbed, and journalists were arrested. This was a question of the integrity of Scottish justice. And at the centre of the scandal was a talented, charismatic lawyer with a dark secret. Bob Henderson, Bob Henderson. Bob Henderson. Bob Henderson. Bob Henderson. He caused so much damage, not just to me, but to loads of people. That's Shiny Bob, the devil's advocate, on BBC Sounds or wherever you get your podcasts. And that was the trailer for Shiny Bob, The Devil's Advocate. Here's a little bit more about it to give you some more context. The latest true crime podcast series from BBC Scotland and BBC Sounds delves into a conspiracy theory that shook the Scottish legal establishment to its core in the 1990s. It was claimed that gay judges and lawyers who feared reputational damage if their homosexuality was revealed at the time were posing a threat to the justice system. The subsequent media feeding frenzy gripped Scotland for years. And I was wary of this podcast because it sounds in its explanation pretty lurid and maybe sensational. But actually what you get is horrific obstructions of justice. You'd like to think that it wouldn't happen today, but you know, I wouldn't bet against it. It's called Shiny Bob, The Devil's Advocate, and it's on BBC Sounds at the moment, all six episodes. And it's another new release next. This is Chrysalis and Fractals from the Forest Floor.
That was Fractals from The Forest Floor by Chrysalis, taken from the album Me, which is out now, and it's well worth your attention. We move back to the featured album for this week, which is Azamia's In Phases, and from it, this is Night Woman. i 
and that's Azamaya and Night Woman, taken from our featured album for this week in Phases, which is out on Rebecca Vazment's label, Rebecca's Records. And if you've enjoyed the tracks we've played on the show, you're going to love the album. It's our featured album for this week, and it is Azamaya's In Phases. Now it's time for our pick of the gigs for the week ahead. And on Friday the 7th of July at the Glad Cafe in Glasgow, Last Night from Glasgow present Air in the Lungs, Gates of Light and Zan Tyler. And it's going to be a cracking night. If you're heading along, I will see you there. And next weekend, of course, it's Transmit on at Glasgow Green on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And I just wanted to mention some highlights, which include many artists you've heard on this show. On Friday, there is Joseph, Declan Welsh in the Decadent West, Hamish Hawk, Swim School, The Joy Hotel, Natty Dread and Cloth. On Saturday, Tara Kim and Brooke Comb are two I would pick out. And on Sunday, Pale Waves and Lucia and The Best Boys are the two I'd be going to see. All in all, I would say, if you're only going for one day, make it the Friday. But alternatives for your Saturday night include the Crook Farewell Show at Nice and Sleazy's, where they're going to be supported by India Blue, as well as Aku. And if your tastes are more Indian electronic, then on Saturday night as well, the 8th, the Hug and Pint celebrate their 8th birthday party, which will feature Teo Blake, Pictish Trail and Ruby Gaines. Another cracking night that'll be. And next Sunday night on the 9th of July, Bell and Sebastian will be at Edinburgh's Usher Hall, supported by Sacred Paws. So if you're thinking of going to that, get your tickets. If it's not sold out already, it will be soon. And that's our pick of the gigs for the week ahead. I'm afraid we've only got time for one more before we have to see Cheerio. It's by Martha May and the Mondays, and this is Sunday Duvet. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
for five more minutes Spread your kisses all over me Like they're honey You make me smile While I tell stories about the past Don't know how on earth this couldn't last And that was Martha May and the Mondays and Sunday Duvet, taken from the excellent album Lovers and Fools, which is out now with Hot Surf Records. And that's all, folks, for another show. You've been listening to the Scots Way Show on Cam Glen Radio with me, Ali Braidwood. It's been a lot to take in, but I hope you've found something to investigate further. If you missed any of the show or would like to listen again, head over to camglenradio.org forward slash listen again or you can go to scotswahey.com where all the old shows are waiting for you as well as a whole lot more. Next up on Cam Glen is Paul Puppet with The Spangled Show but I hope you can join me next Sunday evening at 7 o'clock and we'll do it all over again. I'm going to leave you with some simple minds, in part because Graham Thompson's book on their early years, Themes from Great Cities, is now available in paperback, but I really don't need an excuse to play you this. This is Simple Minds and I Travel. Take care, have a great week, and I'll see you soon.
How do you look after your teeth and gums? Brush your teeth um, every every time you wake up and at bedtime. Make sure you get like everywhere around your mouth, even the back of your teeth. If you kind of don't, then you'll have them fall out. If you don't look after your teeth, you'll get black and brown. To help keep your teeth and gums healthy, visit the dentist regularly. To register with a dentist, simply telephone or visit a practice in your area and ask if you can register with them. You can find a dentist near you using the NHS Inform service directory. Cam Glen Radio. Community announcements. Turning Point Scotland is starting a support drop-in session to help overcome addictions to drug and alcohol, which is open to individuals, families or friends. Sessions run on the last Monday of every month from 6 to 8pm at the Whitleyburn Community Resource Centre. Tory Glen Community Base runs a club called Stitch and Time where people can meet up and do some knitting, sewing, crocheting and embroidery. You can share your skills and learn new ones from others. It's on every Monday from 12 to 2pm at the Tory Glen Community Base on Prospect Hill Circus. And finally... The Charity Crafters Craft Club meets every Tuesday from 1.30 to 3.30pm in Eastfield Leisure Centre. If you have craft materials, you can bring them along with you, or you can just turn up for a cup of tea and make friends. It's £2 to attend, and you can show up on the day. I'm David Cuthbertson, and that's your community announcement on Cam Glen Radio. If you have an event or activity happening in Rutherglen or Campus Lang, let us know. Email whatson at camglenradio.org. Or for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local. Yeah. 